Hey everybody, before we begin today's podcast, we would like to acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the traditional custodians of our officers' land. We recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and community and pay our respects to their cultures and elders past and present. We stand in solidarity with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples in their continuing struggles for justice. Hello everyone and welcome to Trial by Podcast. My name is Tanil and my co-host is Jack and we're both in the 2022 graduate program here at McCabe's. In this episode, we are taking a deep dive into the world of autonomous or self-driving cars and investigating the legal position of Australia and other parts of the world in regards to who is at fault if a self-driving car crashes. This will include a look at what other countries are doing in regards to law reform and where Australian laws are up to if self-driving cars were to become available tomorrow. So first, we just wanted to have a quick look at why self-driving cars are causing debate. So firstly, why are self-driving cars in demand? Well, self-driving cars are in demand because driver error is believed to be the main reason behind more than 90% of all motor vehicle accidents. As automated driving technologies assume greater responsibility for driving tasks, the incidence of accidents due to driver error should reduce significantly. The main issue, however, is who is at fault if a self-driving car crashes because there are different levels of vehicle automation. So on some levels, the driver has to remain in control, but on higher levels, the vehicles don't even need a person to steer. Okay, so there's different levels of automation. Yeah, there are. So level zero is when a vehicle has zero automation, level one, when a vehicle has driver assistance, and level two, when a vehicle has partial automation. Driver assistance at level one only includes features such as cruise control or lane assist and partial automation at level two includes features such as advanced driving assistance systems, which means the vehicle can take control of steering, acceleration and braking in specific scenarios. At level three, we move to conditional automation, which means that drivers can disengage from the act of driving. However, the driver is still expected to take over when the system requests it, if the system reaches conditions that it can no longer control, such as vehicle speeds, road types and weather conditions. Okay, so we have an autonomous vehicle, but the driver is still in control? Yeah, that's correct. However, as we move to level four, we get to high automation, which means that the vehicle's autonomous systems are fully capable of monitoring the driving environment and handling all driving functions for routine routes and conditions defined within its system. Okay, so the vehicle has control at level four, but it may alert the driver that it is reaching operational limits. So there is still some responsibility on the driver if the system requests that they take over. Yeah, that's correct. This changes once we get to level five. Uh, Here, vehicles are fully autonomous. No driver is required behind the wheel at all. Level 5 vehicles might not even have a steering wheel and could just have smart cabins so that the passengers can issue voice commands to choose a destination or to set cabin conditions such as temperature or choice of media. Okay, so if a car crashes, how do we determine who is at fault at each level of automation? In April 2021, SAE International, who created those levels of automation, published an update to clarify that levels 0 to 2 are driver support features because the driver is still heavily involved with the vehicle operation, whilst levels 3 to 5 are automated driving features. So that means at levels 0 to 2, the driver would still be liable, and levels 3 to 5, the manufacturer or the driving system would be liable? For levels 0 to 2, you are correct. The driver would be liable. However, the legal position on level 3 automation is presently the matter of some debate. The US Department of Transportation has suggested that the automated driving system should be deemed to be the driver of these vehicles and therefore responsible for compliance with road rules. However, our own National Transport Commission has suggested that the human driver should remain responsible when operating a vehicle in Level 3 mode. For Level 4 and 5 vehicles, it seems to make more sense to consider what is at fault because the automated driving system is in control of the vehicle. 
So have any countries actually made amendments to their current laws in relation to autonomous vehicles? Yes, they have. The European Union submitted a draft act on autonomous vehicles in November of 2021, which proposes a harmonised European regulatory framework for Level 4 and 5 automated vehicles to be deployed on public roads across EU member states. So European countries are showing a clear sign of their intention regarding autonomous vehicles moving forward. But what about the rest of the world? Japan has also moved a step closer to allowing fully autonomous vehicles being legal as they have introduced a new bill that would allow Level 4 autonomous vehicles on the road after Level 3 vehicles were certified for use on public roads last year. In Australia, however, no specific autonomous vehicle legislation has currently been passed. The main problem with countries not passing autonomous vehicle legislation is that there will be a significant shift in the liability of car crashes because as automated driving systems do more of the driving tasks, it's likely that accidents will increasingly be caused by deficiencies in automated driving systems rather than the negligence of the human driver. One car manufacturer who has responded to this issue is Volvo, who stated in 2020 that they would accept full liability for damages or injuries whenever one of its cars is in full autonomous mode. They also believe that the Australian government should mandate that all manufacturers who sell fully driverless cars in Australia must accept liability for cars involved in accidents whilst in full autonomous mode. They have made an interesting point on liability though, haven't they? Yeah, that's right. They commented saying that whilst they take responsibility, they won't be responsible if the driver has been negligent regarding the repair or ongoing use of the car, such as if the accident is caused by bald tyres or if the car runs out of petrol. So there is still room for driver error. So does Australia need to mandate new laws or will the current laws be able to deal with the liability changes? Luckily for us, Australia has well-established laws that enable claims for compensation to be brought against those involved in the manufacture, sale and use of defective products. These laws offer a proven framework for dealing with complex liability issues arising out of new technologies and provide good reason to be confident that our existing laws will respond appropriately as the level of automation in vehicles increases. But what are these laws exactly? Okay, so the first option is that a person who has suffered loss arising from a defective product may make a claim regarding negligence. Manufacturers in Australia owe a duty of care to users to safeguard them against foreseeable risks of injury. The second option is to use contract law, or rather a breach of contract. This is relevant because under the contract which a vehicle is sold, it may include express or implied warranties regarding the automated driving capabilities of the vehicle. If the vehicle's automated driving system proves to be less capable than warranted, the seller could be liable for breach of contract. And then the third option is under the Australian Consumer Law. Manufacturers, including those of motor vehicles, can be found directly liable for goods that do not correspond to their description, that are goods of unacceptable quality, or they're unfit for a stated purpose, or that non-comply with express warranties. So they can be held liable to consumers for injury or property damage suffered as a result of a defective product. Okay, so it sounds like under those current laws, Australia is well equipped to establish who is at fault when driving an autonomous car. However, as always, technology will continually develop and when the situation arises, Australian law will need to be amended or Australia will need to follow Europe and Japan in introducing specific autonomous vehicle legislation. Yeah, that's right. We will also leave it up to you guys as well. We will leave a poll on the Trial by Podcast Instagram. Who do you think should be liable if a self-driving car crashes? Do you think it should be decided by legal systems with amendments such as those in Germany and Japan? 
Should car manufacturers take ownership of their products like Volvo has? Or do you think the automated driving system should be blamed and the companies who make those systems be held liable for faulty systems? It's an interesting question. Let us know what you think, guys. Until next time, see ya.